Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. We are back. Kate, welcome. Boop, 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 boop. Happy to be here. Was that the horn that's like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. we are experts at terrifying stories and sound effects. Don't you worry. <laughs> so let's jump back in with another story. Can I do one more and then we'll do your, your, because yes. <laughs> I just thought of one. Welcome to Reagan's Trauma Hour. Um, <laughs> this one's brutal. It's not brutal in the sense of heartbreak, but it was the most brutal. So I dated a guy in college. Now this would have been the first non-cishet guy I had ever dated. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it was a big, huge deal. I was in a friend group and it was a really tight knit friend group and I came into it late and it was a, a, a queer friend group. And I was like, yes, I thought I was straight <laughs> at the time. <laughs> nice guy is in quotations. Straight is in quotations for me. But because of that, I was not really in any drama. I was always on the outside. I was just there for a good time. I was never <laughs> like going for anyone or competing against anyone. Um, again, like, when it is a smaller community, it does get really competitive and it's just, it's just very messy. Like it's, it's a messy, I don't even know how to describe it. If you're, if you're gay, you get it. <laughs> so at the time, a girl and this guy had dated, but they were broken up and not on speaking terms at all. She was dating uh, a different girl. He was still in the friend group, but they were like, couldn't be in the same room. Like we would, we'd have to like do this weird arranging when we would all get together. Cause like they couldn't be, there was like this. Like, so he and I got really, really close. We were hanging out all the time. We were kind of becoming what I thought we were on our way to becoming best friends. Well, he did not have that intention. And he was the most like adoring, like, you're so amazing. You're so this, you're so wonderful. Like, you know, just like, just overwhelming yeah. me. Okay. This was a totally new experience for me. I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember my other friend was trying to facilitate this with him, kind of behind the scenes. That was the thing that went on. People were always trying to say to each other. So I was hanging out with him. We were all drinking. She went off with her uh, girlfriend at the time. And then he, he and I were together. And I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I was like, I, I normally do not cross like an ex's, a friend's ex. Like I'm usually so far from that, right. but the, the community was so small. Like everybody dated everybody's exes. Yeah. So, and they weren't speaking a little blurred. <laughs> yes. So I was like, oh, this will probably be fine. Wrong. Never do that. So we ended up kissing and we had a very short lived fling that he was very much the aggressor and very like, like, you're so great. We, we should do this. Like nothing should hold us back, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I, I thought he was just like the nicest guy because he's so kind and, um, he was so sweet to me. And I had heard rumors of him being not nice, but I had never seen that. And so I just thought, Ah, he's probably is. So here's where the whole thing just goes crazy. So somehow his ex, my friend, 
gets wind of this. And miraculously, she and her girlfriend break up. Uh oh. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm like, uh oh. And so they've broken up. All of a sudden, these two people who could not be in the same room together are joking around, are <laughs> like, are like, I'm in the room and I can see like the fireworks. And I'm like, oh no. This is what happens when you make, like, you've made a mistake here, right? So, and again, like, I totally get that. Like, exes get back together, but I, the savagery with which they did. So, I'm already realizing I've made a huge mistake, and I knew he had unresolved feelings for her. There was no doubt about it. He was absolutely in love with her. I'm like, all right, well, that was stupid. The way they got back together, Kate, let me tell you. Would you like to guess the day they got together? Oh, no. <laughs> My literal birthday. And you were, like, kind of considered to be dating this person at the time? Like, or? It, no, gonna... it was like, a, it was that an was undercover done. fling. Oh, gotcha. So okay. it was never, it hadn't been fully cut off. Yeah. But it wasn't ongoing, but it wasn't like, there wasn't like a clear ending. Right. It just got weird. But on my actual birthday they hooked up in front of me at my birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So I it's and I'm like that's malicious. On I know. It was more brutal. Than it was brutal. So they get back together on my birthday in front of me. No joke. Literally like in, in front of my eyeballs on my birthday. And I'm like, <laughs> happy birthday to me. <laughs> So what does a nice guy do if he doesn't want to piss off his new girlfriend? He tells everybody that I pursued him. He said he never liked me. He said I was obsessed and like was coming at him. And I was like, I was terrified. I was like, I was like, this is my first. I was didn't know what. And so the (sighs) friend group turned on me. Because I was, and only one friend, there was like two friends, the one friend who knew about it because she had tried to set it up, who actually said, I'm mad at you because you didn't, um, you didn't pick me when I came out as being not, yeah. And I was like, that's not how that works. (laughs) Yeah, but she she told me, she's like, I'm, why him? Why not me? And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, so she's mad about that the other friend only one other friend knew that this was ongoing but everybody else was convinced that I had like tried to snake him I've never had a friend group do this I guess it wasn't really friends but if if they're doing this but like I remember I was like sitting in the cafe and I was emotional wreck at this time because I was like my sexuality was in question my friends were right. like against me this guy who I I thought was my best friend like who I trusted yeah totally backstabbed me and like didn't never spoke to me again pretty much yeah after that who I thought was the nicest guy and who had totally been so sweet to me they would like I, I remember I was sitting um by myself so there's nobody else in in this little cafe the two of them would come down and sit and like she would sit on his lap in front of me and like kiss on each other and all that kind of stuff. Like just to like make my skin crawl. 
you know that what you could talk about it's a little bit of a tangent from the nice guy but i'm noticing a trend <laughs> in a lot of the stories that i have is that these nice guys a lot of times do a lot of damage when they pair up with a mean girl <laughs> like yes yes um yes yeah that- <laughs> I think mean girls glom on to nice guys and like they, they can, they really can do, they can be really hurtful and cause a lot of damage. And it's kind of sounds like what happened yeah. here. Cause <laughs> it was bad. And there was always a weird, cause I don't feel competitive with other women. I really don't. I, I, I want us all to succeed. Like I truly right. like, I, I mean, I definitely can get insecure. Like I am, I have insecurity issues that I'm working on, but I never am like, I want you to fail so I can succeed. But she would say weird before this happened, she would get, because I kind of came into the friend group late and she would get kind of weird with me. Like, I remember I came in one time and she like looked me up and down. She's like, you look so pretty, but like mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like mad at me, like not pleased at all. Versus how she would compliment other people, which would be, you yeah. know, like, oh, you look so pretty. She would like every time I was like, yeah, I feel like this is weird. Um, But yeah, she was uh, she was the queen bee of the group for sure. And. He was. Emotionally unstable in the end, yeah, they they ended up having a horrific breakup again, um, yeah. as they tend to. But yeah, it was it was really bad because yeah, you had the nice guy and then her and she was like they were she was out for blood. I mean, they both were like they really they got great enjoyment out of me being miserable. And I was I truly was like just the way I mean, they went out of their way to throw it in my face. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't even I don't even want to be involved in this. I don't and like just acting like we were never friends I think yeah because and the the reason I think that a a a mean girl and a nice guy pair well is because a nice guy is actually quite mean and at his heart of hearts is mean and just doesn't allow himself to be mean in public and in settings where he wants to make a good impression, his world-facing side is what he wants to see as nice. But I think deep down, they're usually pretty mean and spiteful and nasty and have pretty pretty strong views. Yeah, and then when they pair up with a mean girl, it's like the mean girl does the dirty work for him. <laughs> yes. You'll see so many nice guys paired up with like... Oh, I have two different stories now that I'm going to say to stay on this trend because yes. they, they pair perfectly. <laughs> Now that we're talking about this, I'm like, look at us go. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I think I'm connecting some dots here in real time. Hey, hit me with it. So I did date someone in college for a long term period of time. It was very serious. Um, Other than my now husband, it was probably the most serious relationship I was ever in. You met him (laughs) at one point. Um, And looking back now, when I, we were in theater and we were in the theater department together. That's how we met. Yay, and theater kids. Dated, yeah, this is, it gets messy in the same way that you were just talking about people sharing, you know, each other and, and everybody dating everybody. It was like Ugh. the same 
this group. So when we met, I was in a play and I was like um, learning how to unicycle for the play. And I was in, in the, yeah, yeah. What a start. <laughs> so I'm like in the hallway unicycling and I run into him, like physically run into him. And that's how we met. And like, for me, it was just like lust at first sight. I was just like crazy about him and asking out who is that guy? Like knowing he's in the theater department. So knowing we're going to have mutual friends and I figure it out, whatever. So I find out he's dating this other girl and um, they're kind of fresh into their relationship or whatever. And um, it, you know, that, that was that, like, I wasn't going to sure. go out of my way to break them up. That's not the type of person that I am, but he kind of started coming and like being there during my rehearsals and we would talk more. And um, you know, it, I guess I'm partially responsible for the emotional relationship that we developed, but um, he really was a part of the same group that I was in. And we started doing like cast parties and rehearsal parties and stuff. So we were always in the same crowd and we would end up uh, like talking and getting deeper and deeper into like what ended up being a relationship. I never would have physically cheated ever because that was like a hard rule for me but I realize now that I was still not in the right by allowing this to happen but anyways he was like I'm gonna break up with my girlfriend because I want to be with you and I was like okay well nothing can happen between us until that happens and I held strong to that and you know long story short he went and broke this girl's heart I find out later he had taken her virginity so like seriously oh. broke and immediately we started dating and we were together for a year um and looking back like there was definitely things throughout uh the relationship itself that were were nice guy tendencies I guess you could say nothing that like immediately stands out but the irony is that I thought he was being like the gentleman by um you know understanding that I had a hard rule that we were not we're not going to do it you we're not doing anything physical we're not I'm not going to allow myself to be the woman that you cheat on another woman with right and it didn't happen um we were clearly emotionally connected but um nothing happened until he had officially broken things off with his girlfriend so we date for a year I literally think I'm gonna marry this person like I am head over heels in love with him mm -hmm. and he um joins a three-person cast with another good guy friend of ours and a female who I was not a, not a fan of already. Uh -oh. Um, she yeah, um, she gave off just really really bad vibes like from the start of knowing her. But we at this point I was pretty well ingrained in the theater department. We literally shared our entire group of friends. Like I hardly had any friends outside of theater. Oh God! So they're in this play. They had also just got done doing hair, where everyone is on stage naked in one scene the entire cast um and they legitimately got naked on stage it was the you know the, the college theater department and I was a little uncomfortable with that oh my god I would have I'd been like I, I have to quit I'm so sorry yeah. yeah I wasn't in that play but he and this girl were so anyways then they joined this three-person cast and it's a really intimate play yes things just start like I, our, our relationship starts falling apart they become real bestie tights like kind of hanging out very similar to how he was with me when he mm. had been with his previous girlfriend. It was like the whole thing was playing out again. So lo and behold, he breaks up with me. I'm absolutely heartbroken. I've like never been in a deeper direction in my life. 
uh we like had this back and forth for like a week where like two days had gone by and we were like sending these emotional messages back and forth he like showed up on my doorstep sobbing we got back together two days later ultimately decided like no it's definitely done whatever i find out then because i get a message from this girl's best friend oh god asking me out to dinner and i'm like this is weird i've never been friends with this girl she she was out a little more outside of theater and wasn't really a big deep part of our our friend group but was really really close with this girl so i go out um to dinner with her and she's like i feel like woman to woman i needed to talk to you and she's like no. um this girl has been saying for the last like six months because this is right at the end of the school year when all this happened like literally during finals and this her best friend takes me out to dinner and she's like this girl has been saying for the last six months her goal by the end of the year was to sleep with your boyfriend and she had been telling oh, everyone no. in our friend group this and like nobody had really told you I guess, nobody had told me no oh, my, my own roommate, my own roommate <gasps> was was yeah it was a whole mess and she was like and just so you know in between you guys like breaking going on a break and like getting back together and then officially breaking up they slept together (laughs) so I was like dirty yeah so I'm like yeah were we broken up yes but were we broken were we yeah yeah like we had talked about like pretty fresh yeah so I mean just prime example of like what I thought was a really noble act on his part, he flipped on me and did exactly the same like amount of hurt. To this day, I, I would love to find the girl who he was dating when we got together and apologize to her for for what the part I took in that because I know how much that hurt me and I can imagine how much it hurt her. But if they're willing to allow that behavior to someone else, they will do yeah. it to you. And they'll feed you the line of like, well, you're you're different. Like you're not like the other girls and like make you believe that like, Ooh, they made kind of a sketchy decision because of how much this our relationship meant to them. Like he yeah. he really hurt this girl, but that was the sacrifice he was willing to make to be with me. Like that's mm-hmm. how I felt. I was I felt like I was so important to him that like he was willing to go and break this girl's heart because that's how badly he wanted to be with me. When the it's nice like, guy spin, it's like, but they yeah. they're experts. Like they spin it so well, and like even in my situation, like. As much as I can say, like, that girl was a bit of a queen bee type. Right. Um, He absolutely facilitated that dynamic. Like, he knew he couldn't say, I pursued her. Right. So he had to make me the bad guy so he could be the hero or the victim or whatever. Yeah. And I guarantee you, your ex did the same thing where it's much like he did to you, where it's like, oh... So, like I I did this bad thing but it was really because I just like you so much and like oh yeah. they're so good at not only making themselves the hero of their own stories but vilifying anyone who right. can dispute that that's why that like if they get into the territory of like very little empathy they're getting narcissistic they'll do a smear campaign because it's like they cannot let anyone bring down the good so they have to make every they, they'll have to make you look bad so that yeah. if you come up with your truth it's like no well i don't believe you because i already heard you're a liar or whatever they're they're yeah. so good and i'm yeah that's that's brutal and if you add somebody who wanted to do you harm anyways right then you have that's oh yeah. it was like just the dynamic between those two was so harmful 
and they didn't even end up dating this was just like this was oh her just checking, yeah this was her checking like something off of her list that's what her friend was telling me and yeah. I, again i know the nice guy podcast we're not talking about mean girls but like he just proved that it wasn't about like it wasn't even about loving someone else or wanting to be with someone else like i thought it was with me like he didn't even do me the solid of like dating this girl even briefly right like, just pretend would you yeah and it was i lost all of my friends i lost my, enti- my entire friend group they all sided with those two mm-hmm. they were like the power they were always getting the leads i was more of like just a, a like a smaller role girl i enjoyed partaking in just like i was in theater classes and not so much like in all of the productions and yeah and so yeah i had to like start from scratch at that oh. point because those two uh like Ugh, yeah that's so, so weird that we had the same thing happen yeah i i left i had to leave my friend group because i was like not only was it like not salvageable like I, I i couldn't every time i tried to combat the narrative i looked nuts yeah and i was like just forget that oh um, yeah i was the crazy ex-girlfriend that was yeah. my my new like title that's how everybody viewed me was like because i was absolutely distraught and like people at times because we had my roommate lived with me and saw me like sobbing myself to sleep for a week straight like that got around to our friend group and I just became like the crazy ex-girlfriend who wasn't like you know I was I was too attached or we were too young and and it just I was just I had to like wash my hands of the whole thing because he like allowed that to be spread about he allowed the narrative because it made him look better because he's a nice guy he can't yeah. be a mean guy. He can't be the guy who broke your heart. He has to be, God, I was a nice guy, but she's crazy. Like yeah. everyone listening, if a man, I'm talking about men because that's what the podcast is about. Um, If a man ever tells you like his crazy ex or he has multiple crazy exes, red flag. Because yeah. so many times that is code for, I have an ex that I super wounded, super betrayed, and I don't want their side of the story coming out. So if I say that they're crazy, then no matter what they say, you will totally just cast it aside. All right. Let me just plant this seed right off the bat. <laughs> let's start with the little seed right in. We'll let that grow. Um, yeah. I, and it is like, I just couldn't deal with the discomfort. And like, I was like, I am so uncomfortable all the time. And like, it creates the way, and this to my point earlier of, of what a nice guy is capable of. When they turn on you, the discomfort that they create in a group, it's like you 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 feel like everything you're doing is judged. You don't feel like you can do anything. Like if you hang out with those people, you're like, who's saying what? What it like everyone's looking at me? Like, what do people think of me? I didn't even feel like I could exist. So I just like was yeah. like, bye, everyone Thanks. I know and love. See ya same yeah that really screwed up my like chance to make those like lifelong college friends because halfway through and I kind of just ended up sticking with my like work friends who I knew through waitressing and bartending (laughs) and like hardly made any like college friends after that if that makes sense like um yeah mine was mine was like end of like junior year of college and it all exploded um but you know what though it taught me this it's like I learned what true friends are because I'll tell you what a true friend, none of those people were my real friends because nobody, even the ones who knew that's not what happened didn't back me. And like, you know, were willing to not tell me things or say things about me. And I realized 
how important it is to have people who are really have your back. And they would talk bad about each other too. Like there was so yeah. much gossip and I'm in theater, I'm sure. Like all the people, when I was in theater, it was like a gossip central, but it's like, yeah. if you are, if people will talk bad about their best friends to you, then they're definitely talking about you to their best friends. And it's like learning how to nice guy aside, have meaningful trust, trusting relationships that was, yeah. that was what I learned. Like after that, I was like, I will never again build friendships with people that I don't trust and that yeah. I don't know will not talk behind my back or or will not right. have my back, I guess. So that was what I learned from that. That girl who took me out to dinner was like the only saving grace of that whole experience because she was literally like going, I mean, going well out of her comfort zone to just like do the right thing, basically. Thank God. Girl code. And she, to this day, like I've talked to her even so far as like six months ago she sent me Aww. a message and um we hadn't talked in a few years but it's just like that that kept us kind of connected because it was like girl <laughs> you really did me a solid there thank you the yeah. moral code we got you gotta love good people like i know treasure like if you're young if you're listening to this and you're younger for the love of god if you get a quality person like a good person that means so much your circle gets smaller as you get older, but it gets stronger. That's for sure. I hope people listening understand either they already understand it or will come to understand it through listening to this, hopefully not experiencing it. The depth of the pain and heartache and, and grief and just issues and turmoil a nice guy can do to you. Yeah. I know a lot of these stories are just like guys you you date brief, briefly and then like figure this out and stuff, but it's like a whole other level of damage when you date somebody long-term like that. Mm. And those true colors end up being like the demise of the relationship and, and you have to like reconcile the fact that your whole relationship was with a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you mean everyone I dated? <laughs> like a super selfish person. My, my wife always says, she's like, if I ever need to find a narcissist in a room or a nice guy narcissist, if it was like, you have five minutes, I'll give you a million dollars. If you can find the five narcissists, she's like, I would just throw you in a room and see who you go up to. <laughs> so you just got that knack for finding them. No, I'm much better. But like everyone I dated, I was very drawn to those, um, the, the nice guy narcissist. They weren't the mean ones. But they yeah. were like the love bombing. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, just like a moth to a flame with those guys. <laughs> I'm like, they're so, they really, cause you know, I think also though, I really enjoy people. Like I, if I find somebody I really like, I genuinely am so excited. Like I'm like a little yeah. kid with friendships or just like meeting people. So on my end, I'm like, yay nice person and they're like yay new feed let me just let me just let me Brush just me. yeah drain you <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to cut it again i'm sorry this is gonna be another part <laughs> keep it going forever just be just us talking every episode Very welcome to purgatory it's me and kate <laughs> talking about nice guys Oh God. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here, Kate. Um, thank you everyone who's listening. I hope you've enjoyed our pain <laughs> through these stories. And as always, my friends, F the nice guy. <laughs> <laughs>